0: Hola y bienvenido to the One Small Bite show where we chop diet mentality, fuel your body, and nourish your soul. In every episode, you'll get a One Small Bite approach you can implement to live a more nourished life. This show is for educational and informational purposes only, so please make sure to connect with the professional support you need, your own discretion. Oh, and we don't bleep out curse words, so just a heads up in case you're with little ones. Okay, Let's do this. Hola, hola. Welcome to the One Small Bite Podcast. I'm your host, David Orozco, registered dietitian, nutritionist, and certified intuitive eating counselor. Hey, I got a question for you, or a few. Do you check your phone first thing in the morning while burning your tongue on hot coffee, shoveling a bagel down your throat on the way to work, and having your mind race with a million thoughts or ideas? Are you the type of person that writes endless to-do lists each day, completes maybe two of them, and then writes the same ones all over again, and maybe more, the next day? I got another one. Do you go nonstop all day long and barely have time for breakfast or maybe lunch or skip a few, not have dinner with the family? Or are you that person that brags about getting up at 5 a.m. to work out and can get by with five to six hours of sleep? If you answered yes to any of these questions, then congratulations. You are a card-carrying member of the hustle, or also known as grind culture. Here's something interesting. Not too long ago, Elon Musk tweeted, wait, what are they calling a tweet now? An X? I don't know. Anyway, he tweeted that people need to work 80 to 100 hours a week to change the world, and that no one can change the world working 40 hours a week. Who wouldn't want to change the world? But it's a bit unrealistic that by working 80 hours a week, we will be the next Elon Musk. Instead, let's change the world through one small bite approach, through those meaningful moments. I'm not saying that we shouldn't work hard, but not at the expense of our health or our connections, family, friends, experiences that you have in life. To cite another adage, You must put your mask on first and take care of yourself. Grind culture is also known as hustle culture. It's also known as burnout culture. And in my book, it's the same as diet culture. Common terminologies like go big or go home, rise and grind, pull yourself up by the bootstraps. Now think of diet culture. You can lose all that belly fat in 30 days. Just have these drinks and you'll be able to shape that body the way you want it. So many similarities here. It feeds off of people's insecurities. What they don't have, what they're not doing, what they want... It's this belief that if you work harder, longer, and keep as busy as possible, you'll eventually be able to succeed in life. You'll be able to reach that beautiful body that society says you're supposed to have. But it's more than that. Hustle culture is a badge of honor. It's a method of fitting in. It's also tied to eating disorders, disordered eating. When we do special diets or energy drinks, or green detox smoothies, and exercise till you drop. We end up falling into, fitting into that same hustle and grind, right? Where we feel like we're going to fit in. But the problem is, is that it's unsustainable. Look, I don't want to persuade you not to follow your dreams. Hell, I have dreams too. I would love to one day be able to buy an electric vehicle, recharge it at my solar-powered home, and be completely carbon neutral. In fact, I often had this dream to create a new healthcare system through my nutrition practice. I don't know. Maybe some of those things will still happen. Who knows? All that screams changing the world, but it doesn't have to be at this expense of yourself not putting your mask on. Not being able to spend time with your family. Let me throw something at you that's quite interesting. Have you ever heard of the terminology trauma response? I'm sure you've heard of trauma. This is when you experience something difficult, challenging, or physically, mentally difficult in your life. Well, the response to that can live on in our minds and our lives on a regular basis. That trauma response can infer a greater response to the similar things that would lead to more challenges in the future. I'm going to give you an example, especially specifically around diet culture. So if you've ever experienced bullying when you were a kid and someone said, hey, you need to lose weight. Or one experience that I've heard from one client was when they were little, they were a heavier kid. And they had breasts as a boy. And someone came up to him and pinched him. And he said, look at you. You've got breasts like a girl. That response then inferred later on in life, I've got to be thin in order not to get bullied, in order to fit into the man that I need to be or um, fitting into that job position in life, whatever it is. You now have this traumatic response if you don't, because it's going to hurt like the pinch, but it wasn't the pinch that hurt nearly as much as the shame, embarrassment, humiliation, and the lack of fitting into that organization or that group or those kids. Here's another way hustle culture or grind culture shows up in our eating behaviors and in our health. Sometimes when we're trying to get ahead in our lives, maybe we're starting a new business or maybe we're trying to advance our careers and we're trying to impress our boss or our clients or we're trying to, to show that we can do more. And then what ends up happening is that you put in a lot more hours. Heck, I'm recording this episode on a Sunday. So yeah, I'm not immune to this whole concept of grinding it out. Now, there are things that we end up doing, such as we may not stop and have lunch, or we're rushing out of the house, as I mentioned earlier on, maybe grabbing a bite to eat while we're shoving down some coffee to try to keep us awake because we didn't sleep through the night much, or... Maybe we are just snacking in front of the computer trying to type out one more email because now it's 7.30 at night and I haven't finished my work and I'm starving and I want to get home. Or maybe I get home at 6 o'clock and I need to have something to eat, but I have to wait to take my child to this activity and take my other child to that activity Or maybe I have a second job and there's no time for lunch. There's no time for breaks. The other part of this, too, is when you go home and your boss is texting you. I mean, yeah, but this is part of what the digital revolution has done for us. It's made us work into our lives way more than we realized, Let me go further and give you some other examples of how grind or hustle culture affects our lives. When we spend a lot of time trying to give to our boss or our business or our careers, we run the risk of damaging our health. As we drive that stress level up because we've got to get things done, we might not be getting enough sleep. We might be increasing our blood pressure we might be creating digestive problems. In fact, what we're seeing is that this hustle, grind culture, is leading to burnout, a physiological syndrome in response to prolonged exposure to stress. And in fact, in men, one of the things that happens with burnout is that it leads to lack of engagement with either work or people. It leads to a depersonalization, which is much of a coping mechanism. It also leads into emotional or physical exhaustion. And this is where the problems can be in relationship to your heart. In one study, we, f- we see that a cohort of over 10,000 men and women aged between 35 and 55, we see that that stress from that kind of lifestyle Leads to HPA axis and autonomic nervous system overactivation, which means that it's disturbing the circadian rhythm, it's increasing cortisol levels, and we also see that because of these circumstances, that can lead to other coronary heart disease related mechanisms. This is also tied into how we eat, the increased level of stress. Also has been shown in the same study to decrease the amount of fruit and vegetable consumption. It shows that there's an increase in the amount of fatty food or hyperpalatable food. It shows that there's a decrease in physical activity and a significant rise in that morning cortisol levels, which can have a detrimental effect downstream because it increases the stress response, vasodilating blood vessels. Causing the pancreas to overproduce insulin on a regular basis or damage the production of insulin. And in the same study, researchers found that burnout is a risk factor for sleep disorders, depression, musculoskeletal pain, type 2 diabetes, high LDL, which is known as the unhealthy cholesterol levels, low HDL levels, which is known as the healthy type of cholesterol. And then there's an increased risk of absenteeism and sick leave in employees. Remember, the allure to doing more work or getting more done is similar to the pressures that we have with diet culture. As I mentioned earlier, there's this concept, this idea of if you do more, you'll get more. You'll be more successful. And when we realize, actually, less is more. Slowing down, taking time to pay attention to your body, slowing down might actually help you build better connections, neurological connections that may help you see how to solve a problem better. Moving away from a problem. I remember when I was a little kid, my father used to tell me, when you're getting stuck, take a break, go for a walk or go do something else for about 10 minutes and then come back. And that was all I needed. That was enough time for me to go, oh, yeah, this is really helpful. This is really, really important. This is also about setting realistic expectations, right? It is about understanding that we only have the capacity for a certain amount in our lives, in the day, at night, in our sleep, with friends, with family, with our jobs, I'm going to give you another scenario. So imagine someone comes to you and says, oh, there's a great opportunity at this new startup. It's going to be the game changer for the digital world. And they're looking for people just like you. You think about it and you go, oh, yeah, this is a great company. I love what they stand for. I got to work for them. And you go work for them. You get a job. You're like, oh my gosh, this is my dream job. And months go by and you're working and you're putting in the time and you're hustling. You're working maybe 50, 60, maybe 70 hours a week. And little by little, things start to crumble. Like for example, you start noticing you can't hang out with certain friends. People are starting to go out without you. Maybe they're going out to lunch or maybe they're going out... At night, and you're having to tell your friends, "No, you know what? I've got to do this project for tomorrow, or I really need to take time to do this because you're finally in your dream job, right? And if you just keep at it, you'll be able to succeed because this company really means something to you." Diet culture is no different. Diet culture is very, very similar. the The allure of a new weight loss approach. I'm going to use these blockbuster weight loss drugs. I talked about them in my previous podcast. The allure of those drugs is very, very similar to grind or hustle culture. It is this way of reaching your dreams. I'll finally lose the weight sooner, rather, or later. You can't really keep doing it anymore. I mean, you could keep doing it. You can do it indefinitely, technically speaking, but at what cost? You're fatigued a lot. You don't want to do anything. You feel low motivation, low energy, you're not really interested in certain things, people don't want to hang out with you because, quite honestly, you don't want to hang out, you don't have the energy, and then maybe, because you're doing a lot of extra work and you're not eating, maybe you're doing a lot of extra work at the same time. I'm telling you, these worlds with hustle and grind culture, man, they overlap in so many ways. Like I mentioned a little while ago, you might be hustling and getting more work done, While at the same time, these drugs suppress your appetite, so then why bother eating? I can get more work done. I'm not going to have to worry about the time that I need to go get myself something to eat or eat in front of the computer. And then sooner or later, these drugs stop working. At a certain point, they will stop working. Or maybe you end up feeling that nausea. Maybe you start vomiting. Maybe you have a lot of constipation. Like I said, these little problems, they creep up little by little, and they start hitting a... Crescendo, so to speak. Same thing with grind culture. Sooner or later, this company might end up having to lay people off. They got all of this funding, this VC money, and they just burnt it all out. In the meantime, they burnt out all of these employees at the same time, making work harder and longer and harder and longer. You know, you get these images of people drinking Red Bull while they're working on three or four monitors and uh, checking their cell phones and they're just going, 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 typing a million words at a time. All right, let me say this again. I'm not here to persuade you to give up on working hard. I certainly want people to follow and seek out their dreams. I think what's important is to find ways of doing that that are in line with what you value in life. Friendships, your body, nourishing yourself, taking care of yourself, spirituality. There are ways of doing this that help you live a nourished life. All right, I'm gonna slow down here and say something very important. I understand that I have some earned and unearned privileges that allow me to say these things. I recognize that not everybody has the means which they can do some of these things. People might have mental health problems. They might have physical health problems. They may not be in an able body. They may have problems with substance abuse. They might have financial challenges. They might also not have the family or support or friends that are available that can help them through some of these challenges in life. And so grind culture might be the only thing that they can do for a certain period of time. I've had many clients who have worked two, sometimes three jobs, and it's everything that they can do to scrape on by. And so in that situation, it's difficult. It's difficult to say, stop and have breakfast and eat plenty of fruits and vegetables and don't listen to grind culture. No, we can't do that either, right? I think it's important to find ways where you can slow down. That's why I'm saying in order to change the world, we should look at one small approach that we can do consistently over time. And get really good at it so it becomes automatic. And once it becomes automatic, then we can start adding other things in our lives. Or maybe taking other things away. I highly encourage you to listen to my episode where I talk about how to make habits stick. Which is episode 167. I also encourage you to listen to my episode on those blockbuster weight loss drugs. That's episode 163. Look, I want you to find the dream and go for it. But there is a way of doing it that doesn't require you burning yourself out, creating more problems with your health. Focus on those little things and let that build over time. All right, folks, I want to add one other thing. I want to say that in light of February, which is American Heart Month, I'm going to talk about cholesterol. I'm going to talk about blood sugar. Blood pressure, because these are the three main chronic conditions that are related to our heart. And I want to help you do that by an intuitive eating, a weight inclusive, a body positive, a self compassion approach. I'm looking forward to having you join me in these upcoming episodes. Stay tuned, I've got some great stuff coming up for you. For right now, I have a little challenge for you find a meal that you can have that'll give you back some that meantime, Maybe find a meal just once in the week, in the entire week, not every single day, but just one meal where you can sit down and enjoy that meal with a friend, a family member, or some colleagues, or even if it's by yourself, maybe finding a place outside in some sunlight, maybe as the weather starts getting better, Find a little time where you can reconnect to your body and eat it mindfully. Here's an exercise that I do with my clients. Find that place, find that one meal, and try to have no distractions whatsoever. Try not to have a book or a magazine or a newspaper or, your, of course, your smartphone. Not have TV or some kind of music in the background. Just you and the food. Close your eyes. Take three deep breaths. Just like that. And then think about your meal. How does it smell? What do you think it'll taste like? Is your mouth watering? What's your stomach saying? What's your body saying? Do you feel anything different? Feel something coming on? Maybe you're not feeling the thing. Maybe you're just ready to get started. Open your eyes and start eating your food. Take a bite of your food and chew it thoroughly. There's no magic number that you have to chew, just As you're chewing it, savor it. See if you can distinguish the flavors, understand them. See how it feels. Does it feel the same? Does it seem the same? Is it interesting? Is it not what it used to feel like or taste like? When you take a bite of the food, as you're chewing it, make sure to put your hands down, the utensils down, the food down. Chew it through swallow it. Kind of just see how it feels going down. And you can go and eat at a regular pace. It doesn't mean that you always have to do every, every thought, every bite and morsel and think through it all. And then halfway through your meal, stop, put the food down, take another deep breath, close your eyes, inhale through your nose, exhale through your mouth, and then continue eating mindfully, as I mentioned a little while ago. When you're done with your meal, close your eyes again. Take another three deep breaths. Now, what did you experience? What did you feel? Now, you don't have to do this with every meal. I'm not saying that this is the way that every human being has to eat. But boy, just doing this once can really help you solidify the understanding of the connection of food to your body. Or better yet, it helps you slow down, helps you pay attention to you, helps you get away for a little while. Of that grind culture, that hustle culture that we're in. Oh, You can do this with anything in life. It doesn't have to be with a meal. Take three deep breaths and just think through how are you feeling. You don't have to meditate. Halfway through, take another deep breath. Sometimes things will just come to your mind, and that's the beauty of this. Okay, folks, I hope this helps. Feel free to Send me a message. Let me know how it worked for you. I'm curious. You can reach me at LinkedIn. That's usually where I hang out, over at LinkedIn. You can send me a message through LinkedIn, or feel free to send me a message on my podcast in the Contact Me page of my website. Go to OrozcoNutrition.com, and of course, I'll have a link to that as well. I'll have a link to this exercise that I do with clients as well, so check it out. Oh, and I almost forgot to mention this. A few episodes back, I've been talking a lot about being a member of my newsletter and getting on that. Again, if you go to my website and you scroll down to the bottom, there's a section where you can check out how to be a subscriber to my uh, newsletter. You can also be a subscriber for a newsletter if you download any one of the handouts that I have for these episodes but I was talking about how I am starting some new services for 2024. One of the things that I'm doing is I'm having in-person workshops. So if you're in the neighborhood, if you're in Atlanta, if you're especially one of my clients, make sure you keep an eye out for information about those workshops. I'm going to have topics on intuitive eating, cardiovascular health, ideas on how to eat in a way that's in line with your, your values. I'm going to talk about physical activity, sleep, everything that you're hearing on this podcast. Oh, did I mention cooking demos? I think I'll have some cooking demos as well. You know, the most important thing is, especially in this grind culture of this digital world that we're living in, the importance of human contact and connection is something that I really want to try to focus a lot more on. So keep an eye out for that. Remember, you got to sign up through my newsletter to get more information. All right, folks, I hope this has helped you. I hope this will bring you some stability and some fulfillment in life. Because again, this is one of the ways that you will then build a nourished life. One small approach. I'd love for you to go and rate and review this episode wherever you listen to your podcast. I also would appreciate it if you hit that subscribe button. When you hit that subscribe button, these episodes get automatically downloaded to your device so you don't ever miss them. And then share this with a friend or a family member that you think will also benefit from hearing this. Okay, folks, thanks again for listening in. I appreciate your time. And remember, chop that diet mentality, fuel your body, and nourish your soul. Till next time, ciao.